Hey, everybody. Welcome to the USF Bulls football show here on FL Teams. Uh, I am your host, Jeff Macalino. Joining me this week is uh, FL Teams contributor Grady Vickers. How are you, Grady? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. And, and Grady, you were at uh, Raymond James Stadium on Saturday, so you are more qualified than anyone uh, to go ahead and, I guess, uh, kind of walk us through uh, Saturday's victory against Temple. All right, great. Um, well, I guess, it, long story short, it was a very sloppy win, but a win nonetheless for us. So, I guess we get the highlights going here. But, um, yeah, started off strong, you know, quick 17-0 lead about halfway through the first quarter. Looks like we were really going to run away with it. it. Didn't seem like there was anything that was stopping us offensively, defensively. Everything was clicking all the way through. And then, you know, out of nowhere, the offense kind of starts sputtering a little bit. Defense makes a few minor mistakes, and we find ourselves back into a one-score game. Uh, we get a field goal going into halftime, so still up two scores, 20-10 to 10 going into halftime, but uh, definitely could have been a much bigger lead going into the half. And then coming out of the half, the offense was completely silent, absolutely nothing going on. Byron Brown really was struggling to hit his receivers. Uh, the defense, on the other hand, coming out of halftime, really, really performed well, kept us in the game for sure, uh, kept the lead that we had. Um, Amaris Brown, two picks, completely locked down his side of the field. Uh, and then, you know, um, other than that, the fourth quarter, we got a crucial turnover right, right at the end, uh, managed to kill seven minutes off the clock at the end. Uh, good running game, get us down the field. So eventually Byron Brown could just kneel the game away, but it was definitely much sloppier than it should have been. We could have won the game by a whole lot more, but definitely a good foundation to start with. Yeah, it it seems, you know, USF, aside from their win against FAMU, which maybe you could argue looked similar to this game, a little bit sloppy, even though they clearly were, should, should have and did win the game. Most of USF's other wins this year have really been come from behind, you know, it, thing I always talk about is they battled adversity. Like uh, maybe they're not used to winning, just being ahead and stepping on the throat of teams. Right, and maybe right. uh, as we watch really the play of the game right here, the pick six, um, yeah, and maybe that's just something that they haven't really learned to do. And this is just a step forward, not to excuse a, a sloppy game, but it was kind of surprising uh, how the offense kind of, vanished uh instead of really just stepped on the gas and blew him out yeah for sure i think you make a good point you know coming off a 1-11 year brand new head coach whole new system i mean byron brown started a few games last year but this is his first full year as a starter so everything shifted and i think to see the success of the team so far is really impressive uh you know but with any i suppose you could say we're a brand new young program young players young coach ready for a new foundation. And uh, I think this is about as good of a start as you can have, even though it may be a little shaky. Yeah. And, and uh, in the game, um, you mentioned Amaris Brown Bunkley uh, had a, a, a couple of interceptions. Uh, also friend of the program, Sean Atkins had nine catches for 169. Uh, he already has become USF's uh, single season record holder for catches in a year. Uh, he's now at 69 on the season. Uh, so a couple of, of big performances again from uh, 
guys who have done it, like Atkins. And I would say Brown Bunkley is a guy who really hasn't – the defense as a whole, I would say, hasn't really shined uh, this season, I think is fair to say. Yeah, um, sure. So nice to see a little bit different maybe than the the comeback shootout style victory, even though the you know, second half leads you a, a little concerned. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. But, I mean, like you said, good to see the defense step up, you know, really rough, especially last week, letting up 59 points against Memphis. To see them bounce back in this way was, was impressive and definitely uh, signs of hope for – the remaining two games, maybe a bowl game, and then for next season as well. Yeah, and speaking of that, we're, we're looking at the schedule here. Uh, the next game is this Friday uh, at UTSA. Uh, they are undefeated in the conference, 6-0 uh, and in, in the AAC, 7-3 and on the year. Uh, that game's 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern time uh, on Friday night. So, so you know, get, get ready for a late-night Friday. But, that's uh, right. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough one. But as you mentioned, ball eligibility, the Bills sit at five and five. Their last game, which is the Saturday after Thanksgiving, is home against Charlotte. Uh, the start time for that game has been announced at seven thirty p.m. Um, it's on ESPNU. But if you're local, get your butt over to Raymond James Stadium uh, to to watch it. Like Grady, Grady was at the game covering it for FL teams. Uh, but uh, uh, not not great attendance uh, on Saturday. Uh, no, unfortunately not. Would love to see it a little bit uh, higher attendance, but you know, only so much they can do for now. <laughs> right, and, and you know what? Here's the thing. And it was a it was a getting a noon game at this time of the year is really a, a rough draw. Uh, here's the thing: this this game, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, again, it's a seven thirty game, so you're done with all your shopping, all your other stuff. And the likelihood is, I'm not saying that I'm not going to watch and root for the Bulls against UTSA, but the likelihood is that game against Charlotte is going to be a game to see if USF gets back to bowl eligibility for the first time in a while. Uh, so hopefully we'll see the fans show up, show out, and uh, cheer on the Bulls. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to see see them win one of those two games, uh, a bowl game after coming off last season's terrible showing would be absolutely spectacular yeah and and just to will and and next week i'll talk more about charlotte but you know they're they're three and seven they're two and four in the conference it's one of those games that usf should win especially being at home and having something to play for where charlotte you know they're three and seven their season is is basically already been their story's already been told uh, for 2023, um, but you know the UTSS UTSA game, uh, University of Texas San Antonio uh, gives us a chance to again, kind of like the Memphis game last week, kind of gives us a measuring stick of, of the conference leaders and uh, where USF stands. And you know, Galesh, Coach Galesh said it very well earlier this year when they lost to Alabama and played well. Uh, moral victories are for losers. And that's kind of the same thing I'm thinking. Obviously, I'm not going to be happy, but if they're competitive like they were in the Memphis game, I think that just speaks volumes to what USF could do, you know, moving forward. Yeah, I mean, for sure. They've shown flashes of uh, extreme spectacle. You know, 
look back at the Alabama game, you look back at the Memphis game. Those are, I mean, Alabama is a great team. Memphis is a pretty darn good team. So when you see the performances they're able to uh, show out against those teams, I think UTSA, we have a better chance of really competing in that game that I think most people realize. And uh, I think as long as we go out and put on a good showing, whether we win or lose, if we play well, we set up a good foundation for Charlotte and then hopefully a bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hope Byron Brown has a, a bit of a bounce back game uh, this week and really shows, you know, on a, a national stage really shows up and uh, shows out. And uh, again, this guy is still just a red shirt freshman. So USF has a lot to look forward to great future ahead. By the way, I got to mention Colorado, probably not making a bowl game this year. Just a side note. <laughs> That's right. Still, Only so much Dion can do, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I'm not crying about getting Alex Galesh. I'm just saying. Uh, and it's not just because he was gracious enough to come on uh, FL team. <laughs> <So, laughs> um, all right. Well, you know, again, USF in good shape. I think I said preseason. This team could get to six wins. And uh, it's still looking on schedule. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, big things ahead. A, a, a big victory, even though I know – Myself and a lot of USF fans wanted a little more convincing victory. A win's a win. We won one all last year. Let's not get too picky, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so that'll do it. We'll be back next week, probably on Monday again, because if my throat wasn't dead, you would have had this show yesterday. Uh, but <laughs> join us then. Make sure you're subscribed to FL Teams on YouTube or wherever you're listening to this. Uh and all the social medias, uh, again, flteams.com, your top Florida sports source for both college and professional sports in the state of Florida. Uh, Grady, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. For Grady Vickers, I am Jeff Macalino. We will see you next week. <laughs>